0: listening to the rogers waterfowl podcast this is Ron jones
1: chandler smith here let's talk some waterfowl live here at rogers sporting goods let us know if the audio is okay
0: live podcast just like that
1: Mm this is what our second live podcast is not it
0: with us no No. just
1: second live podcast in general oh for Rogers yeah
2: we did a live deal at the calling contest
1: oh yeah okay still live we've done plenty of lives but second live podcast and this will be going up on a uh, on a Rogers waterfowl podcast shortly Mm -hmm. Um, we'll probably throw it up on YouTube as well yeah YouTube also
0: so Travis you're gonna live on YouTube forever I'll be a youtuber yes How about that? No thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm good. So can everybody hear us? Everybody, hello, hello, hello. All right. Gregory says it sounds good. All right, we appreciate it. Don't trust better. Don't trust anything he says. No, definitely do not trust anything he says. So let us know if you're watching. Where are you watching from right now? This is going to be a live podcast. It's probably going to run 45 minutes to an hour 15 somewhere in there. So you can tune in and listen to it if you're. Watching at work, if you're watching at home, if you're driving, don't watch, just listen.
2: Yeah, for sure. And let us know if you have ducks. Yeah. I want to know where the ducks are.
1: If you got ducks, hit the like button and then tell us where they're at. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you said you're frozen. Yeah, eye-watch. we're frozen,
2: but I mean, we still have some ducks. You know, I mean, there's just some, some pockets here and there. I mean, they're pretty resilient birds. They're going to find their water. And mm. um, yeah. apparently they have. I'm getting. You know, it's my, my buddies are, you know, they're genuine friends. They send pictures when I'm not there. So yeah, I've gotten plenty today. Mm -hmm. Plenty today. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, is it going to warm up where you're at? We're supposed to get a
2: warm up, but you know, the problem with Iowa is Missouri's low enough or South enough to where you're going to get that reverse or that bounce back. By the time they roll through Iowa, they're like, peace, we're out. You know, they don't come back very often and maybe, you know, but we've never been negative 10 in yeah. November. So, I mean, maybe we're going to get some bounce back. You Say know, what? We, negative 10. We, were, we, we blew every record out of the water yesterday morning. Right. It was negative yeah. 10. Yeah, negative 10. I well, think I we
1: think, were like eight here. Yeah, I was six when I got in my truck. Yeah, it was to go crazy I couldn't believe it. That's cold. Not, ready, not ready
2: for it. No,
0: not even mid November yesterday. And it was. No. <laughs> yeah, like I
1: said, when we were live yesterday, the spot we went to yesterday morning, the first place we wanted to go to, Plan A, was frozen. No. We had to go to Plan B, which is more open. Bigger, bigger
0: body of water. And I don't remember battling ice this early before. No. You not, usually not, not
2: that kind. I mean, that's that's real ice there. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's not slush or anything else. Yeah, see, I can, we were I can walking about today. that. Yeah. yeah. You really were? Oh, yeah. Four inches? Well, I mean, what yeah, was it? Three, three, three You product. can drive a four-wheeler on four inches of ice. Yeah, we were close. Supposedly. I've we never tried around. that. Nope. But,
1: we were pulling heavy jet sleds and all sorts of stuff on ice.
2: I would think you guys wouldn't lose very many birds, though. So. Simply because you don't have snow cover. You know, yeah. I mean, if as long as the, the, the food's not covered up, you're not going to lose the big water. The,
0: the big water's not froze solid. It's just no. the little points, coves, and shallow All the fun stuff you like to hunt yeah. is frozen, right? Yeah. Stafford, Kansas. Randy says they've got ducks in Stafford, yeah, Kansas.
1: Everybody Kansas, go Kansas there. always has ducks.
2: <laughs> Kansas is like the hidden gem, so we better quit talking about it. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: we'll be quiet. Everybody, that's a flyover state, right? Yeah,
2: now. that's exactly what it isn't.
1: <laughs> the ducks don't fly over it though.
2: You know what I've been talking to buddies down in Arkansas, Louisiana. I mean they claim they're covered up already, which doesn't surprise really? me. Really? Well, you know, I mean full moon and negative ten degrees like we had a couple days ago. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm not stopping.
1: No. I don't blame you. No. Kind of kinda you. kinda off the duck. Uh, topic, but have you, seen, have you seen the reports on the specs that how they traveled from Canada? I did see that. It's like one That's day insane. Just Louisiana, here I come. Yeah. But don't I mean, they
2: stop for like a couple hours a and couple stretch hours stretch then, a little and then bit? It's, just, and then they like, it's a like
1: a, I forgot that short
0: window, but like, well, it, for people who haven't, fill them in for the people listening. I
1: mean, it's been a month since I read it. I was in Canada when I read the report, but i was like this spec was, I mean, way up, you know, way up north came down, was hanging around Alberta, and then just.
2: Yeah, bugged out.
1: And then just one day it just said, I think I want to make this journey. And it was like yeah. X amount of hours, f- few days or less or Up something like my,
2: that. Up to 90 mile an hour airspeed. Yeah. I just, mean, it was, it was insane. Absolutely insane. And it cut and then, through Iowa and Missouri yeah. and it just kept kept well, trying. No wonder we
1: don't see them in the fall. Louisiana, I Louisiana. Right. here I come. It was there. And then I, I don't know if it was South Arkansas. We saw a ton last year. Well,
2: that's yeah. Arkansas. You know, yeah. like, honestly, I live out in the country and I mean, that august late august september i mean i'll go outside at night and it'll be solid specs you know and i'm like well they're migrating but just not when we can see them
1: Mm. yeah i just thought it was crazy that in in that amount of hours it was i don't know if it was 24 hours i think it was probably over 24 hours wasn't it it was very short i was surprised yeah Yeah, it was was just crazy just took off from canada and it was louisiana no problem
2: yeah it's it's been a weird year weird year heck i mean week and a half ago i was in north dakota and i mean a day before I got there, there was wide open water. They had teal around and pintails. And when I got there, the the bottom dropped out and snow and ice. And there were still a lot of mallards up there, you know, but all the scraps for the most part were gone. I think we killed one gray duck and no teal at all. They'd all bugged out. And a uh, lot of big honkers. But, you know, I mean, the, those mallards, they'll stick it out. I mean, oh, yeah. I would never guess it, you know, but I mean, we're, we're glassing them on the refuge. I you mean, know, they're just sleeping on the ice and then about two o'clock they come out with a vengeance you know ready to eat it was good
0: and you're ready to hunt
2: we were ready to hunt yeah i tell you what north dakota i don't know i'm I'm sure people listening were up there this year it's crazy the amount of water and the amount of crops that are still in because they couldn't get to it you know i mean there's we found cornfields that literally were were flooded all the way up to the ears but frozen solid i'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm like crazy. man, there. I bet there was a bunch of ducks oh, around. Man. Yeah, but,
1: <laughs> just they frozen solid. They can walk on that. And yeah, just oh eat yeah, hard yep. out.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it was that cold? I mean, there wasn't very much open water, just mm. enough to hunt.
1: So, for you, for you guys listening on the podcast side of things, when we posted this, we're with Travis Mueller here from Avery G H G Banded Sporting Dog. Avery was Sporting Dog. Yeah, I list them all.
2: Yep, all, you got them all. all of them. Yep. Okay, all yep. Of the
1: above. Yep. So we're kind of talking some ducks here. Uh, season for us is um, just kicking off here, but it's yeah. been a crazy kickoff. I mean, yeah, sure has. opening day, we were way too hot, 65 plus or something like that. I can't remember. And then three and then days then later, froze. Three days later, 60 degrees. Yeah, that's degrees. crazy. Isn't that cr- Saturday, it was like 60-something. I was yeah. in shorts. Sunday was two. And then, yeah, two day, yesterday morning, it was like seven degrees or something like that when, when we were walking to the blind.
2: That's insane. That's a swing. It's not ready it? for it, yeah. well, No,
1: it, it's got to thaw back out. Yeah, it's well, sure it will.
2: I mean, I think I was looking. We're supposed to warm back up, too, you know. That'll be all right. I mean, I, I'm not ready to stop yet, you know. No. I'm heading down to Arkansas next weekend just because the reports I've heard, it's been loaded down it there. It
0: opens when, next week?
2: Next weekend, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they've got birds. Boy, they got birds, and I think they got some good water, too. So yeah. we'll see. You know, it'll warm up and they'll all roll back north. Should have been here yesterday, deal, right?
0: Yeah. How long uh, are you open in Iowa? Uh,
2: we stay open till mid-December. So, you know, for, for ducks, January, almost end of January now, late January, we go for honkers. But um, now, how
0: often do you have open water through mid-December?
2: very rare very rare but I mean we've got you know some some quarries and stuff and those ducks are like I said earlier they're so resilient they'll find their places to hide and as long as the food's not all covered up they'll stick it out it's it's crazy that what some of those mallards now will will sit through to not migrate. You know, oh, yeah. me, I'm kind of soft. If if I was a duck, I'd have been in Arkansas about two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> or further. Actually, yeah. heck, I think they're supposed to be 20 degrees this morning, even down there. Yeah. I mean, that's just unheard of. And we got to be break, breaking records from here to here to the Gulf right now with these oh, yeah. these cold fronts. Yeah, crazy.
0: Well, What was it that Dakotas had that blizzard? What three weeks to a month? I mean,
2: yeah, right. Right. That was
0: a long time ago, it seems like.
2: Yeah, and I mean, when we went up there, you know, there was no snow, and everything was frozen, but the snow had melted. Yeah. You know, it's, and there's still birds. So obviously they either stuck it out or, or Canada started, you know, dropping some birds in. But that's the craziest and most fun part about duck hunting and waterfowling is you turn into a watcher. You know, you watch water levels. You watch moon phases. You watch wind speeds. You watch what's going on up north, and you watch mm-hmm. what's going on down south
0: all the
1: Pre- above pretty
2: fun pretty fun
1: you guys have any questions for travis so yeah we're fire at, away we're open up the questions right now yeah, yeah. As, yeah. We're, as we're talking i mean if you have any banded clothing banded waiters any greenhead gear decoy questions anything like that uh, he's gonna he's gonna have most all the answers
2: yeah sure ask us you know we came out with the new 2.0s this year and they've gone over real well yeah you know some of the new decoys the xd's have been just killing it Oh yeah you know we've got some new stuff coming out next year in that xd line that you guys are going to be pretty pumped up about so you know we really don't want to make this about you know a product bit but you Mm -hmm. know if you got questions i mean and waterfowl related it doesn't have to be about avery banded anything i mean just ask them i mean that's the cool thing about duck hunting i mean the only thing we're missing right now is a is a bonfire and you know some dead ducks hanging behind us but we got plastic ones we do have plastic good looking ones too by the way yes yeah. good looking ones so have you guys been out yet at all a, Yeah. a little much. bit
0: but not anything to get excited about i mean we're not
1: we're yeah. scrapping out birds we're it's not opening day was a really 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 nice day um so it wasn't the best it's most productive day but then all the cold days we've just been able to get out before work and then i feel like we need to be out in like that 10 to noon time yeah well and we're we're here yeah I know but that is that's how it goes
2: and that's what it's been like in Iowa you know when it's so cold like that they just sit they sit and sleep and then that 10 11 o'clock range I mean they just wake up and they're they're hungry and looking for food we got a lot of millet this year out there up there and uh man they seem to that they're not hitting the corn yet surprisingly they're staying in that millet
0: even as cold as it is
2: even as cold as it is and I mean you know you talk to a biologist and he'd probably call you a liar you know but i'm seeing what i'm seeing
0: negative yeah. 10 i figured they'd be just oh hammering
2: down. the dry fields yeah but they're not they're not at all right now it's no, I've crazy had some
0: friends up in northwest missouri and they're hunting fields and i mean groups of just oh, dropping yeah. in but that's northwest missouri
2: yeah i mean and i'm sure you know i'm i'm sure there's some ducks using some dry fields as well but it seems like we've got such a good millet crop that they're they're content with it right yeah. now and they they know probably more than we do about what's going to happen with the weather they yeah. know it's going to warm up they're not i wish yeah. i could ask them questions can you yeah. imagine it'd be great to have a podcast with a couple live ducks yeah.
0: yes so tj davis said i don't oh know boy. travis worked in november oh boy! <laughs> well, hey.
2: hey i think he's working today too because i know he just got the same picture i did a little bit and it was of a bunch of ducks so we're both a little jealous that we're working today oh. but, thanks tj i owe you on that one
0: yeah that's funny you probably don't work a ton
2: yeah i do i do no. i mean well and, and honestly you know working for a duck hunting company i consider any day i go out duck hunting working it's so, oh, research. research yeah RD, it's research absolutely yeah. but you know a lot of days I'll, I'll duck hunt with a camera to where i'm taking pictures of new product or i'm taking pictures of you know clothing new decoys friends yeah. whatever i mean I've really started to get to the point where I like doing that. I enjoy taking pictures. Um, I have a 12-year-old that thinks he can kill anything. So no. when you've got that, it's more fun to watch him fail, <laughs> succeed, you know, stuff yes. like that. It's, it, it's, it's a good time. Well, and yeah. it's funny
0: because we remember being in that same spot as a kid growing up thinking, oh, yeah, I got this all figured out now. I got yeah. this all figured but out. We still think we got it
1: figured out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but when you're let's young. Let's say
0: hi
2: to Steve. Is Kitchen watching? Hi, Stevie. Is he? Yeah, yeah is he's is probably he sure. he's probably hunting. Surely he's hunting.
1: He's got LTE in the blind. <laughs> uh, thanks,
2: Hey, Steve Kitchen. He just picked me up. We love to work in November. Yeah. What's up, Kegel? There's uh, a lot of people funny. we know on here right now. Yeah. So uh,
1: cool. <laughs> but so I mean, I guess from years past this year, going out duck hunting in Iowa. Has anything changed? Um, can you think, any, can oh, you think of anything different this year that we can maybe f- focus on or any topics? You know,
2: yeah, I mean it, it, that's the one thing. I keep a journal. And that's one thing about waterfowl is there's never a year that's similar. There really isn't. you know. I was just talking to Gregory a little bit ago and I said, when was the last time you saw a migration during the day? Because five, six years ago, I mean, if we had a good Northwest and we had weather up North, we would, we'd pick up new birds. And I mean, you could physically watch them come down the river and I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, and it's one pass in the hole. Yeah it's been a while since we've picked up birds during the day and i'm sure we have you know i mean mm-hmm. it's, I'm, i guarantee somebody's like well, i've seen it well i believe you but for the most part we're picking up our ducks at night and that's a scary trend because yeah. you know that's it's on their good humor if they want to stay or if they want to go you yeah. know so i've really noticed that the last couple of years that it seems like one day you may not have success and the next day you go out and you just it's a train wreck yeah. you know and it's new birds i mean you know new birds compared to stale birds and, um, you know, a lot of these guys are like, oh, I think I'm going to go Thursday. I'm like, maybe you want, might want to go Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, because you just never know, yeah, you know? Man. And that's the cool thing about duck hunting. You know, so many people are like, ah, oh, I like to goose hunt. Well, I like to goose hunt too, but generally where I goose hunt, they're going to either come out in the morning for a couple of hours or they're going to come out in the afternoon for a couple of hours, unless it's raining and then they'll sit all day, right? Yeah. But duck hunting, you can sit in a duck blind. And they could come out at first light. They could come at 8 o'clock. They could come out at 11 o'clock, and yeah. like you and I are talking about. I love sitting in a duck blind yeah. because, one, you get to make fun of your buddies. They make fun of you back. Get to eat some breakfast. You get to move things. I mean, that's that's the worst thing about being a duck hunter yeah. is they don't finish. You're like, oh, I got to move two decoys. I'm like, don't. You know, you watch live birds, yeah. and they don't finish into live birds half the time. Yeah. So you it's it's a constant learning curve you know and the day you have it figured out is the day you don't have anything figured out that's the worst thing about duck hunt or the best thing is it's constant change maybe i need to add more decoys maybe they need to pull more decoys maybe i need to use ffds maybe i don't need to use F. it's just it's a constant yeah learning process and the one thing i suggest is don't ever quit learning you know in waterfall because it could be a bad day if you do mm
0: mm-hmm. No, and like you're saying about the fresh birds coming in at night, that makes it tough, too, because I've got friends that I duck hunt with that live in the area where I can hunt, but I'm an hour, hour and a half, two hours away, and when they come in during the day, my buddy can call and say, hey… We got fresh birds in and I can get there. Right. But if they don't right. know because it's all happening at night, they You're can't right. call me ahead of oh, time. it's impossible. Yeah. Sure. They'll, they'll go out and then be like, man, out of yeah. nowhere, we had a banger today. Sorry you missed it. I know. I know.
2: That, do do? That's usually how it
0: works out. Exactly. Know? day
2: late dollar short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the guys that invite you feel terrible. You know, they really do. Oh, yeah. They're like, man, you should have been here yesterday. And for me, the older I get, it's just more about the experience. I yeah. mean, I'm not, I don't hate them as much as I used to. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like to shoot at some ducks, but I'm not a, I'm not a mallard purist anymore, necessarily. I mean, you know, if the mallards are flying and I know it, sure, I'll, I'll shoot a couple scraps and then wait. But I just like hanging out and, and making the memories and experiences. Because and, I remember vividly going out with my dad on the Mississippi, you know. So every memory I make with, with my kid, surely he's going to remember that, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the stupid mistakes I make, falling in the water, whatever. He's going to remember all those mm-hmm. Those.
1: I've checked out the list already.
2: You, you already fell in?
1: Yeah. Opening day.
2: Well, Lisa, you said it was 60, so I don't feel bad for no, you but even a well, little bit. Yeah. It wasn't You're terrible. You're lucky you didn't fall through the ice yesterday. That would have been bad. Oh, we Funny, ju- <laughs> but bad.
1: <laughs> we were jumping on the ice today. Good but, Lord. Um, Gregory went down. Yeah, he did go down today. <laughs> we we're all slowly checking it off. The Saturday, we were just hunting a place. We, we've known, and we know it's a minefield of stumps. And... You just if you just that you leave that that leaves your mind and you're just walking oh, through yeah, the decoys, yeah. you know, just you forget grinning, yelling at somebody, hooping and hollering, and all of a sudden this stump worst and it's the, the size world. of this table. So there's you no keep like trying to <laughs> there's no like stepping over it. You try. Right, right, right. And then of course the worst thing is is like my my idea is hands on the decoys to try to hold me up and that just soaks every arm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I had work. I had that uh, White River banded jacket in and the whole like primaloft inside oh. liner was just soaked all the way up to yeah, the shoulders that's not going to dry out during the day either no not when i was hunting i had to had to take that home and get it in the dryer and everything so.
2: you know some of the best stories i have or can remember were people falling in oh yeah i was up in devil's lake one year and we were hunting this back if anybody's been in north dakota in devil's lake they know it's full of dead timber yeah. and stuff like that well we were hunting this back area is a bunch of dead woods and there's beavers in there and they had runs and I didn't know it and we shot into a group of ducks and I was going to get one, the dog was over here and I hit one of those runs and you know when you step, you keep stepping, waiting to feel, you know, thinking you're going to get past it but it's nothing and my buddies look over and all they saw was my hat and it was that deep, I never I never <laughs> yeah. touched bottom, you know, when I come up <gasps> and after they started laughing they realized that, you know, it's late October we should probably get him out of the water it was crazy yeah, yeah bad deal but and those are the ones you remember oh for sure and yeah. I mean I, yeah I've got more and more and more I guarantee people listening and have some stories and they're all laughing right now thinking oh I've been there I've done it you know I mean I've been huddled by the the heater in the boat virtually you know in tidy whities, because yeah. you got to get that those wet clothes off especially mm-hmm. in November okay so, so
0: of everybody watching if you have fallen in or filled your waiters do like the laughing face comment with yeah. that because we want to know who is who has filled in.
2: Yeah, yeah, Cody. So, so a buddy of mine just said Travis should be in the blind right now, and you're right, Cody. I should be in the blind, but I'm sure you're working. He's a really good duck hunter, very good duck caller as well.
0: And he's but, just reminding you. Oh yeah, he's just it. rubbing it in. Yep, just rubbing it in. That's. Funny. I'll get him back. Don't worry. I'll get him back. Uh, okay. yeah, We're starting to get some people laughing. So yeah. you're not the only one. No. We're not the only one. No. That is.
2: So. If you know, it's somebody like. I mean, you turkey hunt, Mm -hmm. you know, and and, and if you ever hear somebody say, oh, yeah, I've never missed a turkey. Well, then you've never, you haven't turkey hunted long enough. And duck hunt's the same way. If you've never gotten your waders full of water, you haven't duck hunted long enough because it happens. And like you said, I mean, you'd be chasing a cripple or, or going after, like the other day, a buddy of mine shot a black duck. And his dog was off on another one, and he crippled it, and it was a sea of millet, you know. Yeah. And after he shot it, he saw it's, its head was up and it was going down. And he started, I mean, instantly heading for it. And I mean, I don't know how he didn't fall, but he knew dang well, I got to get out there. So all caution's gone because yeah. he's like, I got to go find that duck, right? Cause I'd be the we don't same have, Well, we don't have a lot of black yeah, ducks we don't in Iowa. Nope. A week later, he shot one yesterday when I was
0: coming down here. So that was fun. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, I'm guessing you would be the same way if you shot a black duck, you would be I'd be swimming, <laughs> yeah. I <no, for laughs> sure. wouldn't even care, for sure. For sure. I wouldn't even care, yeah. Yep. Um,
1: one thing I've noticed this year that, um, the water and the, the, the crops and the places and levee breaks it's thrown our spots into like a hiatus before season, so we've done a lot of before season scouting, I don't know if that's the same for you. I mean, we've got some places with that aren't holding water because the levees were busted, and we have some places right. that might not have held water and haven't been a good duck hunting spot that we've been checking out just by usually satellite mapping and checking these places out, knowing, you know, seeing them maybe turkey, turkey hunting or deer hunting. But now we've kind of expanded... Our spots and it's kind of been the beginning of the season. We've been jumping to each one of them, kind of just checking them out and seeing how they're. Yeah. How they we're slowly. Isn't it crazy how
2: much they change? Oh yeah. mean, Because of a flood. I and mean, oh, that yeah. That water, it can be a blessing and it can be a hindrance. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had a really good crop of willows coming in the last few years, and the water stayed on top of. You know, the willows that stayed out of the water even a foot, they're okay. But the, those willows that get covered up for three, four, or five months. They're, they're all dead you yeah. know it's all dead stick willows and it's like man is this the same spot i can't imagine guys that come to our area you know once a year because i mean they'd show up and wouldn't recognize it because it's all dead stick willows now yeah. it's just crazy how things like that change yeah. so we don't really have levees i mean yeah. we do you know there's some areas along the mississippi that levees broke and they weren't able to plant any corn in the refuge and stuff yeah. and and I've always wondered, again, I'd love to just sit down with the duck for an hour and ask him, you know, hey, this didn't have corn this year. Did you stick around or did you roll out? You know, because there's a lot of wild, wild Jap, or not Jap millet, but wild millet comes up, tooth yeah. cup. There's a ton of other duck yeah, food we, we that's not the, just corn. right?
1: Last podcast, we talked about how, the you know, the natural food, I think, is going to be good. And sure, smart weed. But we just, yeah, the water... It's a bonus. There's water in some areas, and we we're thinking right. there's a bunch of water everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to figure out, you know, are they going to be everywhere? But now that things are freezing up on the small stuff, yeah. we're starting to see it move around again. Well, so it's all sorts of...
0: And that's what makes it tough is because traditionally where they've been able to flood an area, maybe a levee broke, so it doesn't have water. But since there's right. so much water, there's bonus water. But again, right. we froze up and locked up quick anything that's, you know, less than a foot and a half deep. Yeah. So, you know, that bonus water is sometimes... You can't hunt it right now, but it's yeah. it's got to fall back out. We'll be able to. I agree. And you know what?
2: I'm a firm believer of imprinting, and I believe those ducks imprint on areas. Yeah. Just because it doesn't have corn in it one year, and say there's still water on it, but it's natural vegetation, I believe they're still going to go to that area. Now, once they get there and realize eh, it's not free food like it was, maybe they'll branch out and go to yeah. other areas. Mm-hmm. Again, if we had a drag mallard here, we could ask them, but they just don't. That's that, but that's the beauty of duck hunting. Yep. Nobody will really have to answer 100%.
0: And he said he would, without a doubt, make a swim for a black duck in no, Missouri. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Maybe yeah. not
2: in the last few mornings because I don't know if you'd swim away. <laughs> no,
0: you wouldn't. But, yeah.
2: It's Are you seeing more black ducks here or less? I mean, cause I In Iowa, we see personally. two, three, four a year. No. You really, you've I've done nothing. Isn't it crazy how? I'm sure they bounce, you know, because I'm on the eastern part of the state, so they probably merge in there a little bit but they stay along that river corridor mississippi yeah. mm-hmm. and my guess come out of the great lakes area and stuff yeah. but we see like i said three four a year probably
1: i know up north uh some people definitely see them every year but i've just never been lucky enough to to catch one and mm-hmm. a flight or in a potential hunting opportunity Man, now they, i'm sure when i've
0: out. glassed up you know two thousand mallards somewhere there's yeah. probably one or two mixed in that you can't pick out sure, yeah but right. just to see one like look there's a black i mean I know. can't put my finger on the last time I saw one. Man, I tell
2: you what, it's it's literally like, boom, you know, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. When they're flying and they're, you're working a group of ducks, I mean, that that one that my buddy shot a week and a half ago or whatever, I mean, they made one pass, and, I mean, him and I are calling. I look at him, he looks at me, we go, black duck. I mean, we knew it right away, you know, and he got a shot on it. He just should have made a better shot. He'd admit that the first shot should have killed him, but what do you do? We Kitchen
0: got, says they shoot three or four a year. Yeah, and but, but he's close to the Mississippi yeah, he's where on he that is. St. Louis you know? site. So I can Absolutely, believe that. Yeah.
2: I can believe yeah. that. And it, it's crazy how they won't merge a little bit further west, yeah. you know, but Ohio. They said yeah, they got a lot in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see that's that Great Lakes and that's mm-hmm. I mean, it's a split right there really. I, I believe that. I mean, you know, Freddie Zink, he, he's talks about how they see quite a few black ducks every year. Mm-hmm. I just want a lost one.
1: One that's yeah. confused or lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got hey, the deep, watch, I got the you watch.
2: You watch. It'll happen this yeah. year now that we've all all right. talked about it. Well, good. Yeah.
1: I'm going to hold good, you to good, I got that. Good, X, I'm X- going to hold you to that. The XD black ducks sitting right there. Ooh, yes. you better send
2: me that picture. All right. You better send me that picture.
0: <laughs> we um, will do that for sure. So, yeah, Michigan, yeah, same yeah. thing. Great lakes. Brennan says they got a lot there. You know,
2: what's um what's everybody been seeing about pintails? You know, we got dropped to 1 this year. Yeah. And uh boy, it seemed like we had so many pintails. Oh, I've seen this a ton year. of pintails this year. Unbelievable. Just crazy. Stop I mean like good groups, you know, yeah. like over and over into the decoys we're done. You know, we've shot our pintails and it's like when Where we do they get these numbers? Because yeah. it seems last like we Tuesday. saw an exorbitant yeah. amount. last
0: Tuesday we saw tons of groups. Yeah, I mean, groups of 10, 15, 20, and we probably, I, I would say we saw at least six or seven groups like that, and that's more than I've seen in the last couple of years at yeah. a time in one day.
1: Yeah, one day we'll see a good group sometimes, but sometimes not. But we, no. we saw them constantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. Just
2: every different year, you yeah. know, like you talked about. I mean, there's no year that's the same, ever, yeah. ever the same ever but yeah it seemed like a lot of pintails this year
0: yeah be sure and leave us a comment and let us know what you're seeing as far as pintails and let us know where you're at and if you're locked up or if you still have a lot of open water or if
1: just the shallow water is locked up yeah it's so one thing i've been working on this year and it's just a little bit different from this year to last is uh getting in to these spots more efficiently without killing yourself and uh mm-hmm. Hunt, hunt
2: smarter, not yeah, harder. Exactly. So, do you think uh, that's more about old age? I well, mean, old, or get not old age because you're young, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're getting older, so you're like, yeah, that whole midnight run, that two mile walk in, yeah. isn't as attractive.
1: I mean, we're, sometimes we're still doing that two mile walk Oof. in, but we're trying to make it effortless you know i, I mean, don't think there's any such nope. thing as ah. a two
2: mile effortless walk but i know what you're saying yeah. just smarter yeah for sure yeah. we've
1: done we've done everything on the back and things slinged over everything and just just by the time you're there you're trying to crawl you know it's oh, just yeah. it's miserable well definitely
0: lighter decoys like the xd's help yeah, yeah, they, sure. they are lighter oh they yeah they're they are lighter because sure. um, yeah. you've Traditionally, in the past, use heavy decoys. Oh yeah. Do you use that. a sled or you just over backpack? Well, we a use little... a sled a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, and sled
1: backpacks can be a, a blessing on a snowy day, and the worst thing oh, on a day. Oh, oh. man. But yeah. Gravel and. But you know, we, I had a ton of. I mean, Green and Gear Pro grades, and I mean, they're not the they're lightest su- decoy, right? they super duper heavy. Though they're not, mm-hmm. not foam filled like extremely extremely yeah. heavy or anything like that, but. You know, we just, just thought we needed a bunch of
2: them. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. That's the beauty. I mean, like right now, people are killing ducks, you know, and they're like, well, he had four dozen. I only had three dozen. Yeah, I need another dozen decoys, you know? It's yeah, just. It doesn't everybody. Yeah, it doesn't everybody. But, I'm, I'm but the, I think I think those two mile walk hunts, you need to do those to keep it real every now and then. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't be easy every time, yeah. you know?
1: Um, so. Consolidating blind bags and stuff is stuff that we've been doing, you know, just, you know, everybody comes out and brings. All the same crap. Sure, you know we talk. Sure, you know we we did this in elk hunting this year. That made me think of it more. Is why does everybody need one of these? We everybody has one in their pack, and it's all weight added to our pack. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, somebody's blind bag's got all this stuff, and then somebody has all this stuff. We don't, you know, but I guess you don't really have your little kitchen or your little home. But if you kind of consolidate, we're now we're not taking as much crap. You can designate this guy's carrying blind bags this guy's got guns maybe we're using double gun cases stuff like that right like, shout i out think out you're to... gonna
2: get some blowback on this one chandler because duck hunters are very set in their ways yeah. yes you know what i mean and they uh have their blind bags. oh yeah yeah and if you look in somebody's some of these guys i mean i got a buddy that if it, it's probably 30 pounds and he's you know probably four foot tall and his blind bag is weighs just as much as he does but he's got everything in there everything from batteries for I don't even know why, but he's got batteries. Like six volts? Yeah, yeah, Yep, yeah, oh, Nine geez. volts, whatever. He's got two rolls of toilet paper because you just never know when that breakfast is gonna hit you up here. <laughs> yeah, <use> one roll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, why do you need two? You know? Yeah. I mean, he I've has- asked him numerous times. What do you got in there? I mean. I'll pick it up. You know, he'll like, hey, throw this in the boat for me. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, what do you got in here? You never know. You know, I bet if my Polish, motor yeah. broke down, he would have a whole ratchet set in there somewhere. <laughs> it's crazy. He's
1: like, you want metric or standard? Yeah, yeah, exactly right.
2: <laughs> it just blows me away. So I think guys are very set in their ways. like my 12-year-old thinks he needs his own blind bag. And I'm like, fine, but I'm not packing it then, you know? So he's got to make sure he's got his, his guy's got his shells and he's got all his, 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 his calls. Cause I'm, he's get to the point now where he's got to learn to do that. You yeah. know, I'm not going to do that for him anymore or very often, but he's got to learn to do that. And he's got to learn to have a knife and he's got to learn to have, you know, I mean, what else do we put in there? We got a little finisher, you know, for the yeah. ducks' heads and, you and, your um, headlamp and, your uh, yeah, yeah headlamp. He loves head. his headlamp and yeah. shells and everything. Yeah. So, I mean that's a very personal it's a item very personal, very personal <laughs> item. we're
1: hunting, yeah. a we, we, a lot of people take toilet paper and wrap up as much as they think they'll use in a week <laughs> but it's not like we bring two right. rolls you right. know like doubles you know charmin ultra thick you know just yeah it's it's yeah. funny two of them huh
2: the problem with duck hunting though is is when we duck hunt a lot of times we'll make breakfast in the blind yeah there's nothing healthy about it. You no, know, I'm using oh, no. bacon grease for the pancakes. I'm using bacon grease for the eggs. I'm using bacon grease for the hash browns, you know. But and it's, then so it's, all, oh, it's so amazingly it delicious. So, so good. good. <laughs> there's, there's nothing better, and I guarantee you I'll have somebody attest to this, nothing better than the smell of a breakfast in a duck blind. Nothing better. It's It's awesome. Yep, the mud, the waiters, the oh everything, the, the shotgun shells, the yeah. Yep, yep. Can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Can't beat it. There's something about duck hunting and just being able to cut up with friends. I mean, I don't mind sitting in a deer stand with my son, but you you can't really BS. You can't really mm-hmm. you know talk about things. No. You've got, you know, sh- 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 but but duck hunting's so different. So different. You know, you love you love those days where you can take turns and then just wear a buddy out because it's his turn and he's too nervous and he keeps missing you know everybody's got a story about that day and yeah. you know the days where you should have shot that ducky didn't somebody else did it's banded type deal you know we got a band the other day a buddy of mine shot one on the left side and there was one two three four five i think we had we had six guys six guys and and He's the only one that shot that left one, you know. He's like anybody's like, anybody else kill it? And nobody we couldn't even have a draw because we just knew he killed it, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a great story. Great story. Banded so, this year in Canada born this year and really? Yeah. No, yeah, pretty neat to see
0: where they come from. So you work for a decoy company, but how many decoys are you running in your average? Like spread, I mean, it's not um, one of those things where I work for a decoy company. I'm running 10 dozen no. so that's what I'm saying. Are you no. running two, three, four, Twelve. five? If it, no, <laughs> no, if
2: you were looking my boat right now, <clears throat> if you're looking at my boat, I've got a dozen black ducks, FFD black ducks, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why after I tell you what else. And then I've got two more dozen mixed mallard pintails, progrades, xDs and, and mallards and, and and then prograde pintails. Mm-hmm. And I have found, I've got a drone, and I've driven over a lot, flown over a lot of ducks, and I've flown over a lot of spreads, and that black pops more than any white, anything. So I really think that black really attracts. You know, it's not for the two or three black ducks I see mm-hmm. here, I promise you. It's it's for that attract, attraction power. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if if I was if I was at home all this week, you'd see three dozen, and maybe another guy's going to come in with a boat and put out a dozen or two, but generally it's the three to five dozen tops tops i mean it's you know one or two spinners and some splashers stuff like that but not real not real aggressive you know i had some pro staffers come i think it was two years ago and we put out the everything but the kitchen sink you know and it worked i mean we smoked them Mm -hmm. you know but man that's a lot of work a lot oh, yeah. of work yeah. we had to have one boat called the tender boat that just had all the decoys you know yep. and that's all it carried was the decoys but it was a pretty impressive spread and it seemed like those ducks would come over and we had a bunch of geese out and they come over and oh because they don't see that in iowa you know mm-hmm. like kitchen if he's still listen he'll tell you everybody's running big spreads down there you know where we we just don't do that we, we're portable and we take a boat blind and we hunt three to five dozen so.
1: I do the same thing with black ducks, and I've never seen one. Right, so mm-hmm. right. But, man, sure. that,
2: that black pops. Because yeah. even when it's windy, windy makes white caps, and white blends, really, yeah. you know, on, on windier days type mm-hmm. deal, where a black, black's black.
0: Well, especially if you get birds above, and they start to circle sure. with the, the sun, the way it's hitting the water, you can lose a decoy. But, but if it's a jet black, especially mm-hmm. an FFD jet black decoy, like, what? I mean, they're not going to lose it. So Dan wants to know, if you had to carry him, how many would you take? Hmm. Not, many. <laughs> not many yeah i mean
2: i've had to carry them and so you know we make a we make a backpack that carries a dozen decoys yeah. and um generally m- if if we walk into a spot we've got some really cool spots we walk into but it's two dozen it's yeah. two dozen because really so here's the thing about those spots you don't have competition you don't see near as many ducks generally but the ducks you see you're gonna work Mm -hmm, so it doesn't matter if you have 10 dozen or two dozen decoys you're still gonna work those ducks because you're the only one in the game you know you don't have Mm -hmm. anybody 100 yards down hitting them harder on the corners than you trying to pull them away from you it's it's more of a finesse thing and just let's get those ducks in let's shoot our ducks and get out type deal you know and let's go lean and mean so Mm -hmm. and really when I go that that little you know two or three dozen I go
0: very very um, realistic yeah, I do. Steve did chime back in. He said they hunt permanent spreads. So yeah, right. It's, yeah, exactly it's easy to right. go big.
2: Yeah, but he's, I mean, I know he's hunted in, in a boat blind, and, you know, it's, yeah, you can, there's been some big spreads, but generally, you know, you just, you go to a spot, and when you go to that spot, a lot of times you go there because the ducks has been using it. So you don't need to throw the kitchen sink at mm-hmm. them. You just need to be efficient and realistic and hide. It's all about the hide. I don't care what anybody yeah, says, mm-hmm. you know. you Us three could go out into the refuge right now and stand up, and not hide, and we may kill a few ducks, but they're going to see you. You know what I mean? So you got to hide. Gosh, you got to hide.
0: And that seems to be a reoccurring theme throughout a lot of our podcasts. Is hide is the number one? Isn't thing. it funny? Yep. 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 No. We've talked about this numerous mm-hmm. times. Scouting and the hide. Scouting and the hide. Yep. Yep. The
2: two funny. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Novel idea. Yeah. Novel idea. But, but a lot of times that gets lost in translation, though. Oh, you know yeah, the comfort trumps the hide? Or I hmm. mean,
1: I see it a lot of times the the, the the attention to decoys has the, the massive amount of time uh, dedicated to it over the attention to the blind the blinds like all right guys this not now it's time to set up the blind and hunt mm-hmm. you know it's like the last thing you do before you're ready to go and maybe it's needs to be flip flopped oh for sure yeah for sure i, I do think it needs to be you know the first thing we do when we get there is all right we f- best spot to put what we're hiding in and it needs to look primo you know it needs right. to look the best right. and then if we have to at first light be chucking decoys out mm-hmm. you know that yeah. doesn't take that amount. no and
2: it, in, in the grand scheme of things and i'm sure we'll have somebody argue me on this with me on this where you place three dozen decoys doesn't mean a pinch of you know what
1: yeah compared, compared to got, the hide yeah right
2: right i mean it's like you know I've, I've had hey where should we put these decoys on man it's 36 decoys just throw them out throw them out we'll figure it out figure it out you know if if you think that i mean anybody that's watched live ducks i mean there could be you know see this table in front of us there could be 30 ducks on this table and a live duck's gonna find somewhere to land on that table they're not very polite Mm -hmm. you know so so the whole wow he couldn't get around that tree bull hockey he could get get around that tree if he wanted to you know you don't have to cut a tree down because you think the duck's not working around that tree so
0: that's funny that's yeah. true, and that that is the thing too. People are like, "Wow, oh, these decoys, this group's—they're all too close together over there." You know, they'll say something like that, and I'm like, yep. "If you've watched them crammed in an area, they're bumping into each other, they're, they're jumping over each other's backs." Oh, for and everything. sure, yeah.
1: yeah. I
2: mean, they're they're rude, loud, obnoxious. You know, and the coolest thing to me about duck hunting is really reading the ducks. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, there's. There's, and every duck's different. That's the craziest part. Last week we were hunting, and I got a buddy that's a big fan of a, a Mondo, you know, loud and from r and just bang, 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 bang. And I am I love my field-proven call, and it's loud, but it's not that, yeah, you know, it's yeah. not just it's defi- down, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, it's not a cut down. Um, some ducks liked that hard just yelling at me, and some ducks liked a little more finesse. It, not every duck was the mm-hmm. same, where I'd hit one and have no reaction, and then he'd say, oh, I'm going to try it. Gets him go, and then the next one he hits him. It's it, it almost like it shocked, you know, like bumped him away, you know. So then I just give him three or four notes. Then they like that. It's like man, who who is anybody to tell somebody that you're calling wrong anymore mm-hmm. because you're not a duck. So don't tell me that you know more than what that bird knows, you Mm -hmm. know. Some of the worst duck calls and turkey calls we've talked about (laughs) are real birds, Mm -hmm. are real birds. I mean, I come storming over a hill one time turkey hunting to yell at a trespasser and a hen's staring right at me. I'm like, you are one
0: nasally sounding woman, you know, it's crazy.
2: (laughs) Ducks the same way, same darn
0: way, so are geese. And I think that's the key too. You were talking about some ducks, I mean, they like to be hit hard, some like a little more finesse. And I think one of the things to becoming a better hunter is learning to read those birds oh, yeah. because that, they're all not going to like the same thing. So yeah. being able to adapt and not going out there and saying, I got to blow this same call the same way every single time. Learn to, you know, invite people. They're going to blow a little yeah. bit different than you do on a call. And just pick no. things up, learn to read those birds and without a doubt. And without a doubt. Don't get stuck in your ways. I know that's tough as a waterfowler but almost
2: impossible for waterfowlers. Yeah. Because I we've all done it. Yes. We've all done it. And I've been very stuck in my ways in the past and I regret it looking back on it because I didn't grow as a duck hunter because mm-hmm. of that, you know? Where when you start listening to guys or watching your buddies do things differently and they're killing ducks, you're like, you know what, I don't know everything, you know and you know there's a guy how do you scout when you have very limited time and i mean that's that's just got to be you've got to have a good close-knit group you know mm-hmm. where i've got three four five guys at home that i know darn well i can text or call and somebody's going to be scouting on any given day because they know i'll do it if I, if if they care. you mm-hmm. know and that's the best way to do it is have a good close-knit group of guys that know how to scout know when to scout and want to be successful you know what i mean i mean a a guy can't go out at noon and say yeah i scouted from noon to one on a goose feed and didn't see anything well no 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 obviously you didn't it's noon to one you know it's (laughs) 45 50 degrees out there going in the morning they're going at night just got to have that group of friends that know what they're doing no that's huge huge like me i'm five and a half hours away from home but i promise you if i got home and called my buddies hey what are we doing tomorrow well they're here and here and here we're gonna go out at this time you know you can bring your boat but we got these boats already i mean it's awesome to have a a, a close group of friends like that because time is money and when these guys can't hunt very often you know yeah <laughs> the same guy goes never trust a fellow waterfowler yeah. you're right to a point <laughs> yeah. but when your fellow waterfowlers, your buddies like that they know that you've got their back and and they, they have your back it's going to be a a little different story
0: yeah, yeah the public land waterfowler yeah that's the one you yeah
2: yeah and that's all i hunt yeah but i've got three or four buddies like that picture you know i mean they're not doing that yeah they are doing it to rub it in but they're also doing it to say hurry home you know mm-hmm, we can still yeah. kill some it's, yeah it burns a little bit and we all act like it doesn't sting, you know, but our big thing is when one of us can't hunt and we have a good hunt, we send them a picture. Well, knowing the you, they're
0: doing it to rub it in because you would absolutely do it right back to them. Absolutely.
2: Rim. You're exactly right. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, oh, great job. Good job. I'm so happy for you guys, you know, and deep down I'm like, ah, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> but That's how we are. Yeah. I hope they're not listening. And if they are? Now they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to get double the pictures. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: They're going to FaceTime you in the middle of it. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Skype. But no, they're cleaning birds.
1: Yeah, we were having to scout before work a lot um, before season started. Different places. You know, we had work. So I don't, maybe this guy's the same way. He doesn't have a, mm-hmm. a team that can spend hours right. staring at fields. But we were having to do before work and after work and before daylight savings mm-hmm. hit to where it was dark after work for us. I mean, and
0: uh, yeah, there was a few times hiking in with headlamps just to make sure the spot did have water. Oh yeah, because it showed water, you yeah. know, on Google Earth. But does that mean it's got water this year? Usually yes, but some of the spots no. you know, yeah. you know. if yeah. you
1: know you got ducks down, you don't have to see them. Maybe you can hear them.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's so crazy you brought that up because I was as soon as you guys were done talking, we had water earlier in the year, and I knew they had to be going somewhere else, right? So I just took the gravel road one night, and it was dark. And I parked and I just shut the truck off. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm kind of crazy. And all of a sudden, in the distance, I could hear him. Back, 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 back. They're going nuts. I'm like, all right, I there know where go. they are. Yeah. He I see mean, all I did was just, you know, get off, get my lazy butt off the couch and go check. And sure enough, and we had a good, good hunt that mm-hmm. next day because of that. Yeah. Same thing
0: in, in the spring with turkey hunting. Same exact you just thing. Just drive down the oh, gravel man. road, and if you think you know where
1: they yeah. might be, yeah. you don't have to see yeah. them. Yep. Yeah.
2: You I, just I lose I do a lot more. of alcohol yeah. from the road at night.
1: Did I tell you, opening day, we got almost attacked by turkeys <laughs> right. Right. in our duck line. Like, they were just. All over behind us going nuts. Yeah, fall turkey. In the trees tree? right above us. And I was like, huh? You got a fall turkey tag? No. Oh. I do have a bow, actually. I do have a bow tag. I just didn't have a bow when I was duck hunting. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Kind of neat little spot. We might have to go check out the spring. Well, of course, I'll, i say. Our yeah.
0: fall turkey season is just October. That's it. Oh, is it? it? Really so I've never really gotten it. I've never it. done yeah. fall fire. I'm all about the vocal
2: yeah. aspect of the mm-hmm. spring, you know, and I've heard in fall you, you find them, you go bust them out and then you sit down start calling and they they all come back
1: we even had a turkey I swear it flared off a group of ducks but it flew over the water and landed in a tree like right to our right like 20 yards up and right there in the middle of us doing all this calling and stuff like that now I do have a
0: crazy turkey story that relates to ducks so I was on a piece of public ground and I was turkey hunting right next to a river in a river bottom and I had my three turkey decoys out and we were calling and actually had a mallard, drake, and hen come and land in my turkey decoys. Damnedest thing I've ever seen. Huh? Uh, yeah, exactly. Did it? We, we got we some get sad. Some It's probably my phone. Yeah. Oh.
2: Did you guys happen to see that video of the guy hunting out of like a, you know, ground blind deer hunting and all those wood ducks yeah. were in the woods feeding I saw that next to him? Un- I, I don't see that one. Cool. I've seen a lot of wood ducks, turkey hunting, landing mm-hmm. trees above me and stuff like that. But I mean, it was. 800 to 1,000 strong wood ducks going through the woods eating acorns. Like blackbirds. Oh, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was crazy. I mean, they, they right by the ground button, they look up, look in there, keep going. It was hilarious. Now, in
0: Kansas, where I hunt, there's a, a creek that we've got, like a feeder, and we'll get pictures sometimes of, like, a wood duck eating corn underneath the feeder or something. But um, other like than that, army. I mean, yeah. It's like one, one wood duck. <laughs>
2: Yeah, i've done that he goes i've had my buddies leave the pluck feathers on my truck i left some curls on some windshields and stuff i like that, too. <laughs> do <Yeah. laughs> yeah. you gotta rub it in a little bit yes you gotta rub it in a little bit but i tell you what karma's a sucker yeah. i mean if you be careful what pictures you send because i'm working this week and i'm getting blown
0: up yeah. so mm-hmm. i'll get them back oh yeah i'll get them back absolutely any um, other good comments over there that oh we've i haven't missed?
1: refreshed you got them all here yeah but, um, no, we're excited for what's coming up this year. We're going to see how this weather pans out. It's kind of up and down here, but it's Missouri for us. I mean, that's the weather. It might be the same for you guys. If you don't like the weather, just, yeah, just wait Wait till tomorrow.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I, it's a good time to be a duck hunter right now in, in the Midwest because these cold fronts and warm-ups are going to help because it's going to move ducks around. Yep. You know, they're not going to get fat and happy in a spot. They, they may bounce south for a day or two and then come back well you're essentially getting new birds back you know because they 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 tend to forget what was what was right and what was wrong and and you're getting new birds and i'm all for it i'm all for it i'm you know i I really think duck hunting is changing and evolving you just got to change and evolve with it whether it be the scout the hide the decoys you know, whatever you're going to do. And that's what's so much fun about it. I highly recommend some of these guys that are listening. If you don't do a journal or a log, do it. Because it's so fun to look back on that and say, oh, this day 10 years ago, we had a push. And we had a push today. You know, that Halloween time frame in in Iowa anyway is a really good flight time. You know, you get a lot of those calendar birds is what people call them. So.
0: Dan, we're just not even open here. No. <laughs> on right. Halloween. So,
1: no, getting close mm-hmm. on maybe on North Zone, but no, we're not open. Our um, middle zone, we don't have a gap this year.
2: Mm-mm. Which is odd. Why would you have two zones and not a gap? We got three zones. Yeah. With, but the, the third, third zone is, opens later, correct? Oh, yeah. Like, but it has a, and it has a gap, oh, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you mean it's straight 60 days through? Yeah. yeah. Our, oh, our middle zone. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And really? north zone, our North Zone straight through.
0: But doesn't your North and Middle Zone open at the same time? No. North zone oh. opens, and then a week later, middle zone opens, okay. and then it's like okay. multiple weeks later before the south zone opens. Yeah. Right, which is fitting, though. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. Because, I mean, you got a big state. <laughs> yeah. Big state. It is. So, that, I mean, that's a good point. Let's see. Uh, Coot sausage. Mm. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Hey, Cook that for him in the good. duck <laughs> line. I bet it's good. I've, I've had, you know,
2: buddy swore ringnecks were really good, and I didn't believe him. He made me one of the blind. It was phenomenal.
0: Like a mcganser, No,
2: I mean, it was truly good, it really was medium rare, just like you'd cook a mallard. Those get those are jerky for me, (sighs) you'd be surprised.
1: I let mcgansers go the other morning.
2: I let mcgansers go too, yeah. They're fun to watch, and that's about
0: it.
1: Yeah, they're cool looking things. They are cool, oh man,
0: they are cool, but the taste is not there, no. So, So I don't, I'll take your word for
1: it. I had a buddy of mine asking me about these, uh, the 2.0. Yeah. Needed breathable waders. Mm-hmm. You want to bring some light to those?
2: Yeah, the 2.0s have been actually really good for us this year. Yeah. So basically what we did is we just, we found out stress points in waders, and that's where you're going to have your waders generally fail. You oh, yeah. know? And stress points are, you know, the crotch area, the knee area. Any time there's pressure, because I don't care what anyone does, when you try to stitch, you know, when you stitch a wader and try to make it waterproof, any pressure on those that stitching and the, the tape, after a while, it's going to fail, Yeah, right? So we eliminated 60% of that stitching by adding a, a pant to take all the stress away from these, these points, mm-hmm. and it's been really good. Really? Really, yeah, it's been really good. And, you know, those pants, you know, if you rip a pant, you can call it down us or call Rogers and you can get a new pant to put on the waiter, you know. You're not spending not having to buy a whole new brand, brand new pair of waiters. We also had a two year warranty because anyone knows waterfowling. I mean if you want something, if you want to test something and see if it's going to fail, give it to a waterfowler. I truly believe that whether it be a ranger, a decoy, a blind, clothing (laughs) relationships (laughs) because (laughs) duck hunting's hard on anybody but um yeah i mean duck hunters will find they'll figure out flaws you know and and i love them because i'm one of them they're not afraid to tell everybody about the flaw you know the one old crap wipes out 10 attaboys in the duck hunting world faster than anybody i know Mm -hmm. anything i know which is good though because luckily we all duck hunt i mean we had a conference call Tuesday and a lot of our guys are from Arkansas South and they're jacked up right now. You know, all oh, yeah. these ducks are down there already. They're getting their blinds ready, but they're going to be using some of this stuff for the first time down there. And I've already given them feedback. So now they're like, sweet. All right. We've got feedback from you on what's working, what's not. We're going to test it and, and see if we agree with that. And, and OK, then we'll make that change. The one thing we are not afraid to do is make change. We know we've screwed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're part of a company and you claim you're perfect, you're not going to be in business very long. You know what I mean? So we know we've had some, some hiccups along the way, but we've always, we take pride in trying to fix those hiccups. Yep. So we realize that, you know, let's eliminate, eliminate some of these stress areas and, and really work on making something that, that they can count on because we've talked about this. If I forget my gun, I can borrow yours. Yeah. If I forget shells, I'll just borrow your shells. Calls, I'll let you call. You forget your waiters, or your waiters fail on you. And the temperatures that we got right now, you're not hunting. No. No. So, yeah, they've been good so They've been really, really good for us so far. So, so
1: there's Elite 2.0 and then the Standard yep. 2.0, right? yep. the Red Zone 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, Very similar. Yeah.
2: Very similar. The Elite has a light, that LED light, which is actually pretty, cool. pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, it'll light up, you know, when you're setting decoys. My biggest pet peeve, and it gets more annoying as the season progresses because you've had less sleep, is the headlamp guy, you know, and he, everybody, the headlamp right? face, yeah. Right. Hey, what do you guys think? Yeah. You know, and you're like, come on, man, you're killing me here. So now you've got that where you can, you know, it, it draws your attention to the decoys or, or what you're working on, not yeah. your buddy's face. Yeah. Um, so that's been helpful. It's got an inner lining um, hand warmer as well. So there's some features, you know, it's more cosmetic on the yeah. front. They're pretty sweet, Yeah. really sweet.
1: Gotcha. But, and then there's some there's some other waiters. I mean are you guys still doing those in two tones and, and,
2: and we're no, we're doing a one point five. Um 1.5. which is still a price point waiter. You know, we mm-hmm. got rid of the two tone, they're all camel. They've just got a different style boot. Um yeah. and they're they're a great waiter. The heritage waiters have really taken yeah. off for yep. Yep. us. You the know, heritage it's it's an oil sure. cloth look. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, basically the two version. Um, but in the Avery line, you know, yeah. the Heritage line, and man, oh, man, they've been really good, really good. That that line has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, um, the solid color type yeah. thing, you know. It, and the there's a lot of really cool into, pieces in that line. There really is, really isn't it? We've tried to mix in the old school um, traditional duck hunter with some of the new school features, you know, yeah. the the magnetic pockets, waterproof, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And I mean... Yeah. I've worn my oil cloth is what I've worn all year so far, and
0: flipping love it. Yeah, great piece. That's awesome. Anything else you want to talk about? I'm sitting here, I'm thinking. I
1: don't know. I mean, I, I, we said it once earlier on, but if anybody's got any questions on how Travis sets up his decoys, how he how he likes to what he wears under his waders, anything like that, or any questions re- regarding Greenhead Gear decoys, um, Avery painted whatever Sporting Dog, whatever, whatever. yeah.
2: This is this is what this is. It's a round table waterfall discussion, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to talk about how we set up and, and spreads, I mean, you know, everybody likes. I like the ducks right in my face. Well, personally, I don't. I like them left to right or right to left because they're not staring at mm-hmm. what you're potentially trying to kill them with, you know, the yeah. the trap. I'm a big fan of the the sun at my back, shadows. It's all about yeah. shadows for me, you know, um, where you will drive, I mean, I know you've all done it, driven by a spread, and, you know, it's a northwest wind, and they're facing, and they're looking right at that globe, man. I don't know how they do it. Mm -hmm. And there's times, I mean, heck, we had to hunt um, last week where we had to look basically into that sun at some point. Yeah. It's tough. It's oh, it tough. Is. you got to let them get past to the left or the right before, you know, I mean, if you're picking out drakes compared to hens, whatever. Yeah. Um, there was some collateral damage, but luckily the collateral damage was banded <laughs> for us last week and we yeah, got band go. it in. But, you know, it's just, that's the beauty of waterfowling is if you could really sit down, to, I, I make this joke where if you put 10 deer hunters in a room and lock the door and opened it two hours later, they'd all be buddies. Yeah. If you put 10 waterfowlers in the room, lock the door. And opened it later, there'd be one left because they just battle, battle, battle. You know, they're always standoffish, which is crazy to me because you could learn so much from, from duck hunters. You know, but it is—it's like a—it's like a secret cult group or something. That's how duck hunters think that they need to act around each other, which is just nonsense. So and Brendan, I probably was that guy a while back.
0: Brendan wants to know what's the number one thing you look for in weather for like a push—a good hard north wind. You know, dropping temperatures, pressure. Yeah, that's a tough one because, you know, I, I've seen great flights
2: before a front and I've seen great flights after a front. Um, Generally, I'll look up north and I'll watch that weather or that pressure up north. And when you start to see that switch around, I mean, some of the best hunts I've ever had are pushes on a south wind. We're, we're at south here, but they're stalling out here, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can look at pressure and I mean, it'll boil right around to where we are. And those ducks are going to, I mean, they're going to be that jet stream they're, they're rolling at 90 mile an hour and boom they hit that front and it goes from a hard northwest to a south well they're stalling out so they're generally yep. going to perfect storm deal, mm-hmm. you know um it's tough because i mean that's the same guy that said he doesn't have a lot of time to do this mm-hmm. you know and my my initial answer would be well you gotta start watching the day before a front the day of the front and a day yeah. or two after the front because a lot of times depending on when that front and how hard it hits they'll hunker down you know, they'll just sleep. They'll sleep out of front. I mean, blowing snow, and you're waiting for them to leave the, come to the feed, and they're just out like light. You're like, ugh, why aren't they? Yeah. And then the next day, that front rolls through. They go feed hard. They're gone. You know, yeah. I got a full belly. And unlike me, I get a full belly, I fall asleep. Well, yeah. they get a full belly. They're, it's they energy, go, and they're rolling. Energy, yeah. Yep, yep. So I would I would really, you know, I'd like to see. You, you got to look at the severity of the front, really. So if that front's blowing through at 80 mile an hour and dumping six to eight inches of snow to your north chances are they're not going to roll before that they're going to hunker down they're going to weather it they're going to eat and then they're going to roll but you know again
0: if i had three ducks they'd be like
2: it's not what we do you know what i mean it's so it's so much fun i've seen both
0: dan wants to know what's your favorite duck to hunt and he wants mm. all three of us to answer i'm going to start with oh, what you said way. before i'm not necessarily a greenhead or a mallard purist i just like the ducks that really like the to come out and play the ducks that are vocal, the ducks that aren't going to try and circle 25 times the ducks that, you know, you got to work them a little bit, but then they're going to come. I mean, I, I like them all. Yeah. I'm going to be that's honest. A, that's a tough, I would say the ones question. I don't like the, the most are going to be the divers just because I like to eat duck and I just, I don't care to eat divers as much. Sure. Right. So any of your puddle ducks, but I just, it's so much fun. Okay. But the vocal ducks, I love that. I love yeah. hearing them interact. I like that pitch and catch back and forth, that oh, interaction.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, my answer would be a widgeon. i love widgeons. i love the way they sound i love the way they react to a call i mean they make you feel like you know exactly what you're doing nine times out of ten
1: how are you calling them
2: with a mallard call they Malikol. react oh yeah they they react and i've got a widgeon whistle you know yeah, but i don't know if you're i mean i mean uh, you can hit that whistle or not i do have one and i've used it mm-hmm. from time to time but i mean you hit a widget on a corner and i mean it's like I mean, they just—they know, you know, yeah. you know when to—if you know when to hit a vision, man, you will kill them more times than not. My least favorite duck—it's a flyway thing for me. So a gadwall, a gadwall up north, and even into Iowa is pretty dumb. You get into a gray duck in Arkansas, and I don't know what happens to these things, but they turn into the doogie housers of the waterfowl. <laughs> they and they're almost so dumb they're smart. So they'll start working working. They'll look like they're going to come into the timber and then they'll just pick up. They don't flare necessarily, but it's like they're arguing when they're coming into each other. I don't think we should. I think we should. I don't think we should. And they get to right where you're about to say, cut them. And then they pick up. So they do this numerous, numerous times in the timber in Arkansas, at least where we hunt. And all of a sudden, you know how it works when you've got 8 to 10 ducks working. Now it's turned into 18 and 20. And now you've got some mallards mixed into these gray ducks. Mm-hmm. Well, these gray ducks are still arguing with each other, not sure if they should go in or not. And the mallard just wants to sit down. But he's following these idiots, which are the gray ducks, and he doesn't know if he should just trust them or if he should just come in. So after about 30 to 90 seconds, what I feel is like 15 to 20 minutes, they all leave, you know. And you're like, well,
0: son of a buck. Whereas those mallards would have just come in. Without a doubt. Without, a doubt. Without
2: a doubt. So the mallards get a little dumber at times down there, and the gray ducks somehow figure out how to be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah, we don't, we don't see smart gray ducks up here. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I know. I don't know at what point they go through a class from here to Arkansas where they're like, yeah, we're going to be a little tough. And I'm sure somebody's like, oh, I killed them pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Well, we have two, but it seems like those suckers can get confused and indecisive and turn into, a, I won't say a woman. Go ahead. <laughs> You're up, aren't you?
1: I, I have to say the mallard. I, I hate how it's just the the typical, the standard pick. But when, when I was just the other day, you know, some of these ducks, you know, responded to calls they worked in, but it, I didn't get pumped until I saw 20 mallards. Talking, circling, doing it, you know, doing it right, and that's when it really that's what oh, really yeah. matters. Yeah. so it's hard, to you be. know when I'm over here drinkless, and they're whistling back and it's just perfect. And they're yeah. doing it right. they're they're swinging, but you know this this second swing is just done for,
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, you know it too. Yeah. I mean, you're like, all right, get ready cause this pass, and you can just tell, you know yeah, first one like, oh, it's like
1: close' I was like, okay, but then if they 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 turn hard enough and they're really got you your spread or work in the landing zone really on their mm-hmm. their, their eye. You just see you know that the, it's ready. You yeah. Just there's go nothing ahead and like grab it. it. No, I'm with you. you. Go ahead and grab it, stand up, point it over mm-hmm.
2: the hole. You know. Yeah. But he brought up a good point, and and let's touch on that a little bit. He talked about you know, well, we did hunt the the before and after the front. We didn't pick up new birds. Well, chances are you picked up and lost new birds all at the same time. Which I mean by that is a lot of times when these fronts roll through us, the Midwest, we've got low clouds and snow or low clouds and rain but that doesn't mean up there it's it's cloudy right Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that it's a south wind up there they may have a tailwind that they're rolling at 90 mile an hour and it's clear there what makes you think a duck's gonna look down and say hey check out the clouds let's go down there and see what's down there no they're rolling Mm -hmm. they're rolling so i really cringe when we have a front roll through where it's cloudy yeah you know in a full moon or something like that because i think we I hate to say it, but, you know, we're in one of those states, even Missouri, to an extent where if they've got the right conditions, yeah. the spec, they're just going to roll. They're okay. going to keep going until they see, you know, I'm a firm believer if they follow they follow uh, interstate systems, highway systems, rivers. And if they can't see it, they're just mo- motor, They're motor and All of a sudden it clears off and they see the river or they see, where, okay, now we know where we're at because they're smart birds, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think... It really sucks when you have that low or high gray to where you, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm probably losing birds right now, you know.
1: Wouldn't it be cool to have a drone up there oh, above buddy. the clouds, just seeing them all?
2: Or, you know, those biologists, and they've got those radio collars on yeah. there where they they can say, yeah, you know, he's rolling right over us right now. I mean, perfect conditions other than clouds, and he's just motoring you know. You know, the answer, the answer, Brendan, is just go. Just go, because if you go you're going to learn a lot more than three yahoos that think we have yeah. duck hunting somewhat well, figured you, out sometimes if
1: you lost birds and gained birds the birds you gained
2: should be a little bit dumber
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they don't know they don't no. know you yet. they don't know
2: the system yet yeah. right mm-hmm. right but yeah i mean again you know i mean a lot of this stuff is just going is is based off the years of hunting that we've done and and i firmly believe on flight days where it's cloudy we lose a lot more than we pick up yeah they'll we'll have some breakthrough but You know, and it depends on where they start migrating from, too. They may not be ready to to land in Iowa or Missouri, per se. So,
0: Any other thoughts? Any other questions? We've had a lot of good questions here. We We appreciate you guys and all the interaction you're providing us. But, yeah, lots of good questions here.
1: I'm ready for tomorrow morning.
0: Are you going tomorrow? Yeah. Where are we going? I brought my stuff, bud. You did?
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm a
2: duck hunter. It doesn't matter if it's Missouri, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, North Dakota, South Dakota, Canada, Arkansas. I'll go. All right. Just go.
1: We will talk about the details.
2: Problem is, we gotta check the weather, and if it is gonna be real cold, we gotta wait till about ten o'clock. So we're gonna to have to talk to Stevie, yeah. and I'm gonna
0: to have to work that out. <laughs> yes,
1: oh. yeah, I'll let you go do that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet. I bet. That's funny. That works. That, that works.
1: I'm ready. It's season.
2: Yeah. Hey, guys, just keep learning. Just keep learning. Don't be too stubborn to not ask questions. And you know, you had the old adage: Oh, there's no dumb question it's it's the truth it's the truth and had i not started asking questions growing up you know growing up on the mississippi asking some of these veteran duck hunters i don't think i know what i know now i mean yeah i'd pick i've picked some things up but there's a lot of really good duck hunters out there and with social media and a lot of these guys willing to talk duck hunting man you can learn a lot about the sport mm-hmm. from some of these guys and they're willing i mean you know just off the top of my head, and I mean, I'm going to throw out competitors here right now, but a Kyle Jones with Higdon. Kyle, if you called the office and asked for Kyle, he'd answer, and he'd talk to you like you've known him for two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd, he'd be more than happy to. I'd do it. Um, you know, some of the guys down in R&T, Field, my brother-in-law, Field Hudnall. If you call down to the office and get a hold of him, he will talk your ear off about duck and goose hunting and what he thinks works and doesn't work and how he thinks this will work over this and how he's not real happy with the Ohio River right now because they don't have the ducks. You know, it's just crazy mm-hmm. what these guys will open up and talk to you about in like a coffee shop atmosphere. So don't be afraid to call these guys. I mean, we've been doing this a long time and have made way more mistakes than we've been successful. And the only way to learn this stuff is to keep asking, to keep learning, to keep hunting. So, I mean, I'll make a mistake the next time I go. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, guarantee it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you got one. Let's see. Watch the bird. Follow the highways. Yeah. Canvasbacks and redheads are good. I don't know that I've ever eaten a canvasback oh. or a redhead. To be honest with <laughs> you, whoever wrote that's right. I mean, canvas
2: canvasback used to be the staple. I mean, right. when, when they was they were gunning commercially gunning, mm-hmm. a canvasback was the why did they, they they call it the king for yeah, a reason. the reason? Yeah. yeah. Mar- yep.
1: That was one of the biggest in the market back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, That's why I just never had them. I don't think, yep. just because we don't get a lot around here. Yeah. Did you? Well, exactly. Did you see the group text? Oh, I don't know if you're on that blind. Group. No. We, have a, we have a blind group text, and Aaron might not be on this one. Um,
2: yeah. Waterfowlers'
0: secret. Mm-hmm. There, there, was we a, go. there was
1: a king cane shot at our blind this morning. Really? Yep. Nice. Fifteen minutes from here. Yeah. Never seen it. I've seen them on the Missouri River, uh, out in the middle, but I've never <laughs> seen one workable for you know but uh shot this morning. It's that's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Do we dare answer that there's another question that's popped up. It says I know the guy that asked what pass should you call the shot? That that's a tough one. So you need a guy in your group that is very comfortable on getting a lot of grief to call yeah, the shot. He's very because, comfortable with making a mistake. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, know. because I mean he, <laughs> The guy that, 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 the, the, the guy that can call the shot the best is the guy that's made a lot of mistakes doing it and has gotten comfortable with reading the birds and knowing, you know what, this might be our only shot. Or no, 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 just wait. We're going to get this whole group, you know. And you've also got to have the guy that's going to call a shot has to be the least selfish guy hunting because generally when you call a shot, you call a shot, say all three of us are hunting, right? I'm in the middle. Well, if they're working his side and I know we're not going to get shooting, I'm still going to maybe call the shot. You know, and then we, we switch or whatever. But yeah. you've got to have a guy that's willing to call a shot. And
1: they're not the, the first shooter either.
2: Right. No, you never can be. Never mm-hmm. can be. And, you know, public ground is a lot different than private ground. You know, public call, call, calling the shot is you may have 12 ducks working. You get three, three peel out of that group. Probably should call a shot oh, because yeah. bird no. in hand is better than what what's the old adage. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Shoot, shoot your ducks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you're not... This isn't a looking gun. This is a hunting gun, and I'm going to use it to shoot ducks. And and if I'm out there and I've taken the day off from work or I've, you know, said, hey, somebody else has to babysit today, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to be successful. So,
0: Corbin says there's no ducks in Missouri. (laughs) There's plenty of ducks in (laughs) Missouri. Nowhere. Yeah. Not happening. So,
2: yeah. Oh, man. Really, I I wish we'd do this more often. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we could do it easy. It's fun to talk duck hunting and and make mistakes and and learn from it. Hopefully, we can get out here soon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll right. we'll figure it out. All right, guys. Yeah, Thanks we're for over watching. an hour. Yeah, let's just wrap we, it. Up. Really? Yeah,
0: yeah. Time yeah. flies when you're talking about duck hunting. When you're talking about, I mean. about duck hunting, let's go do it now. Yeah. yeah. So. All so right, it's mate. a little late. Yep. Yep. Thanks, All guys. Right.